السلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين سيدنا ونبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين رب اشرح لي صدري ويسل لي أمري وحل العقدة من لساني يفقه قولي Respected elders, your brothers and sisters, my young friends, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Indeed, all praises for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone, the Lord of the universe, our creator, our nourisher, our sustainer, our protector. And we begin by sending peace and salutations upon his beloved messenger, final messenger Muhammad, the son of Abdullah, sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wasallam. My brothers and sisters, my young friends, Alhamdulillah, once again we find ourselves at the end of the month of August, which of course means that the summer is coming to an end. Now depending on how your summer went, you might be looking forward to the end, which means that school is about to start, or perhaps you don't want to think about school and you don't want to think about September. But nonetheless, today, I guess I'm going to make you think about it, for a little bit at least. Now, alhamdulillah, we find that the situation now, this year, this September, compared to a year ago, is somewhat better, alhamdulillah. Yet, of course, there is still a lot of discussion, uh, concern, with regards to COVID-19 and the Delta variant. And subhanAllah, the one thing that keeps coming to my mind, as we have discussed many times, is that no matter how hard we try, no matter how hard we try, indeed we must try to do what is best based on the knowledge that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us and the latest research and medical discoveries and all of those things. Yet, no matter how, we try, how hard we try, we still find that there are challenges that keep coming up over and over again. Yes, things have improved, alhamdulillah, but still there is concern and there is this and there is that. Many guidelines and protocols for schools, a lot of discussion, a bit of anxiety, uh, uncertainty as well perhaps. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to keep all of us, especially our children and all the students and the teachers safe and well. Ameen ya Rabbil Alameen. Let us remember though, my brothers and sisters, that the concerns about COVID-19 are only one aspect, just one aspect of the risk that our children and that you, my young friends, face. And this is just one of the risks that you face and that has to do with your physical well-being. Now, of course, we know that schooling and education is very important. Right? Our deen of Islam encourages seeking knowledge. The Prophet wasallam has encouraged us as well. So for our, all children, schooling and education, of course, is very important. But today we find that along with the physical risk, in this case COVID-19, the student's mental and spiritual well-being can also be at risk. There's a lot of concern about the physical, right? Which is important because it is at the forefront at this time. But along with that, the mental and spiritual well-being is also something that can be at risk. So it is important for us 
as parents to remember that. And it is important for you, my young friends, to know that this is the case. So when a person, a child, goes to school, and I, we've all been to school, I've been to school, I remember my first day in kindergarten, the first day at school, remember it, yeah, very well, alhamdulillah. Yeah. So we've all been there, but the challenges have been evolving, the changes have been many since the days when we as parents, you know, used to go to school. And the types of challenges, the types of risks that children face today um, are of a, a very different nature. Some things are the same, but many things have changed. So my brothers and sisters, just as we take steps to protect the physical health and well-being, we also need to take steps to protect the mental and spiritual well-being as well. Now we have discussed many times before that our mind, our body, our soul, they are all interconnected. They are all interconnected, right? So our physical being, right? Our physical, the physical part of our existence, the mental part of our existence, and the spiritual part of our existence are all interconnected. They're all connected to one another. And a lot of times what we find today is that many people are struggling with one of those aspects. And as a society, we are trying to find solutions only within that one aspect, without realizing that they're actually connected together. And you can't really just address one without addressing the others because they're all connected and they all impact one another. Right? So when there is pressure on one, when one part of our being struggles, then it affects the others as well. A person who is doing mentally unwell, who is unwell mentally, it will affect most likely their physical and or their spiritual as well. A person who is struggling spiritually, it will most likely, there's a good chance it is going to affect them mentally as well and perhaps physically as well. You know, so they're all connected to one another. Now the physical threat currently is clear, right? Which is, of course, like I said, a lot of focus on COVID-19 and rightfully so. But there's others as well, other physical threats. And we as parents know that, especially as our children grow older, there are certain behaviors, certain types of activities that we are concerned about that we don't want our children to engage in. You know, we're thinking about drugs, we're talking about you know, alcohol, many other types of physical risks that or dangers that exist. But a question to ask ourselves is what are the mental and the spiritual threats? Or what are the threats that are mental and spiritual in nature that threaten the well-being of our children and our students, our youth. What are those things? The physical ones are clear, right? For example, in the United States, somewhat in Canada as well, there's concern about gun violence, school shootings, right? It has happened here, a few instances in Canada as well. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect everyone, right? So that is clearly a physical threat that people are aware of and they try to protect, you know, try to devise ways to, to, to ensure that that doesn't happen. Right. So there are these physical threats that we can think of. When children are young, you tell them, okay, don't talk to strangers. You know, if a stranger comes to you and tells you, oh, get in my car, then, you know, don't go and this and that, right? So we talk about the physical dangers. So my question to you is, what are the threats 
from a mental and from a spiritual point of view. So this is something that we need to think about and we need to discuss, we need to research, be aware of, and then address them by taking measures and steps. And inshallah, we will try to find opportunities to talk about some of these dangers and threats in the coming weeks, inshallah. Now, why is that important? Because our job is to always take reasonable steps to make an effort and then to place our trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, I know this is something I've talked about before as well, right? But honestly, I think we all need a reminder every once in a while. Because as human beings, we are forgetful beings, we tend to forget. We tend to forget, right? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, وَذَكِّرْ فَإِنَّ الذِّكْرَ تَنْفَعُ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ Right, remind. Right, why? Because the reminders benefit the believers, right? So as a reminder to ourselves, any challenge that we face, any situation that we are in, even to my young friends, as you get ready to go to school, and you get ready to take on assignments and homework and tests and exams and all of those things that we have to deal with in life that we don't necessarily you know, enjoy dealing with. Right? What should be our approach? Take reasonable steps. Make the effort and then place your trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As believers, we know that we are not the ones who accomplish. We are not the ones who reach the goal. We make the effort, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes us to the goal. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes the result happen. It is not in our hands, it is not in our control, but what we are responsible for is for making the effort. So our job is to make the best possible decision at any given moment, any moment. Make the best possible decision, make the best possible choice that you can. And then once you have decided, once you have made that choice, then we place our trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as Allah azza wa jal tells us, أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم فَإِذَا عَزَمْتَ فَتَوَكَّلَ عَلَى اللَّهِ right? Once you have made a decision, put your trust in Allah. Okay? Simple as that. This could be marriage, this could be buying a car, this could be buying a house, this could be choosing which school you go to, which city to live in, whichever choice you have to make. And there's many choices we make in life. Right? You try your best, you reflect, you do istikhara, you ponder, right? you try your best. Whatever you're able to do, you do. And then you place your trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As Allah azza wa jal also tells us, And whoever puts their trust in Allah, then He alone is sufficient for them. Whoever places their trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then He alone is sufficient for them. So this is a major part of living life as a Muslim, of being a Muslim and living it, to place our trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now when we talk about effort, and this is also important, there are two types of efforts. Efforts are of two types. We have the physical effort, which we all understand, but there's also the spiritual effort as well. And we need both. As believers, we know that we need both. The physical effort is the effort that we make with the physical means that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given to us. Anas ibn Malik radiallahu anhu relates that a man said, Qala rajul, Ya Rasulallah, famous hadith, 
that, Ya Rasulullah, O Messenger of Allah, aqiluha wa atawakkalu aw utliquha wa atawakkal. That should I tie it, meaning my camel, and trust in Allah, or should I leave her untied and trust in Allah? Right? He had two options. He's thinking in his mind that I'm going to place my trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because we know this is important. Okay, so that is a constant in both options. The difference is, do I tie the camel or do I not tie the camel? Right? So the trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is there in both situations, in both options that he's asking about. But should I tie it or should I leave it untied? So as we famously know, or as we know, the Prophet ﷺ famously said, that tie her and trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So what do we learn from this? We learn that the tying, the action, the rope, because you need a rope to tie a camel, right? You can't just tie a camel without anything. Right? So the effort, the physical means, having the tool does matter. So the rope matters. The concern followed by the physical effort matters. And ultimately, we are to place our trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make it happen. Right? So taking the means is part of tawakkul. A lot of times we have this, you know, Muslims have this impression that trusting in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala means that we are not to take any action. That we don't not to make take any effort or take any means. No. Taking the means, the permissible means, taking action, using the, the, the asbab, this is something from the teachings of Allah and His Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But also with that then, placing trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ibn Rajab rahimahullah ta'ala, he says that it should be understood that truly relying on Allah does not cancel out taking the measures by means of which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala causes to happen what He has decreed. This is the way that Allah has ordained for His creation. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has enjoined us, enjoined us to take measures. Yet He has also enjoined us to rely on Him. So He has enjoined both, to take the means and also to rely on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So striving to take measures is an act of obedience to Him and relying in our hearts on Him is an act of faith in Him. So just as there is the physical effort, brothers and sisters, there is also the spiritual effort, which is just as important, if not more important. The Prophet ﷺ said, as narrated by Abdullah ibn Abbas, that be mindful of Allah, and you will find Him in front of you. Recognize and acknowledge Allah in times of ease and prosperity, and He will remember you in times of adversity. Huh? Recognize and acknowledge Allah in times of ease and prosperity, and He will remember you in times of adversity. And know that what has passed you, and that you have failed to attain, was not going to befall you. And what has befallen you, was not going to pass you by. And know that victory comes with patience. Victory comes with sabr, with patience. Relief with affliction. And hardship with ease. All of these things go together. Victory with patience. Relief with affliction. And hardship with 
PPEs. So the physical steps are important. So like making sure your mask is on properly and physical distancing is important. You know, these things are important to protect our physical health. Like developing and maintaining good, you know, healthy friendships and eating healthy and exercising regularly. These things are important for our mental health. Like being connected with the masjid and the community is important for our spiritual health. And these are just examples. But along with this effort, also take full spiritual steps to ensure maximum protection. Right? So these are the physical steps that we could take for each area, just as an example, for the physical well-being, for mental health, uh, well-being, and for spiritual well-being. But along with that, make the spiritual effort as well. So for example, offering your prayers, ideally on time, making regular dua for protection. For example, Ayatul Kursi in the morning and evening after each prayer. The last verses of Surah Al-Baqarah at night, reciting the Quls, right? At night, the dua for protection three times in the morning and evening. The adhkar after each salah, right? These things may appear to be little. They may appear to be small. But they're not. They are, they're light, they're easy to do, but they're not small. They're not insignificant, they're actually very significant. Because this is all part of the spiritual effort. So as believers, my message is that yes, we take the physical means and the effort, we place our trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but along with that, along with the physical, we also take the spiritual means as well. Now we might be feeling a bit anxious going back to school. Perhaps not. Right? Like I said, some students may be very happy, right? but maybe some parents are a bit anxious. Some students, some children may be anxious as well. So the cure for anxiety and fear, my brothers and sisters, which is a completely you know, separate topic that we could talk about, but very briefly, is to remind yourself that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is in control. He is your protector. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is your protector. And no amount of worry or concern is going to change what is destined to happen. No amount of worry or concern or anxiety is going to change what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has already decreed. The one thing or the two things that could actually happen or make a difference, the first one thing of course is the dua, because the Prophet has told us that dua can affect one's decree, the qadr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So making dua and a lot of dhikr, because we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that So when you are feeling anxious in your heart, when you are feeling unsettled in your heart, engage in the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it will remind you of placing trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It will remind you that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is in control. It will remind you that there is no point in worrying because whatever has been decreed has been decreed and the only thing that can really help at this point is making dua and placing your trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from all types of harm, which is seen and unseen, whether it is physical or mental or spiritual. And remember my brothers and sisters, we say to make dua, we say to place our trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And sometimes Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has willed that there is going to be some hardship. We don't understand why. A lot of times, we ask, ask the question, well, why did Allah allow that to happen? 
why did this bad thing happen to me? Why am I going through this hardship, this struggle, this pain and suffering? Right? And I just give the answer, quite honestly, I don't know. I don't know why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose for this to happen to you. But we do know that the Prophet ﷺ has said that عَجَبًا لِأَمْرِ الْمُؤْمِنِ إِنَّ أَمْرَهُ كُلَّهُ خَيْرٍ That wondrous is the affair of a believer as there is good for him or her in every matter. And this is not the case for anyone but a mu'min. If the believer experiences pleasure, they thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it is good for them. And if they experience harm, they show patience and it is good for them as well. So there is good in everything that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decides for us. So my brothers and sisters, make the effort physically, spiritually, reasonable effort. Place your trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And whatever the outcome, accept it, accept it as being better for you. And honestly, if people can actually adopt this, if every single person adopted this and understood it and believed in it, it would take away so much anxiety and stress from this world. Honestly, it would take so much anxiety away from us and concern and worry and regret about what has happened. Simply try your best and leave for Allah the rest. Try your best physically and spiritually and leave for Allah the rest and whatever Allah decides to accept it as being good for you. Being, uh, you know, accepting the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is also from the perfection of a believer, from the perfection of belief inside a believer. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us all. Ameen ya rabbal alameen. We had the sad news of the passing of the mother of our brother uh, Kamran Bilgrami, uh, and also the grandfather of Brother Jamal Zakaria, our board member, also passed away, and others as well. Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajiun. Let me dua for them all. Allahumma qfirlahum wa rahmhum wa aafihim wa afu anhum wa afin nuzulahum wa masyamat khalahum wa silhum bil maa'i wa thaji wa barak wa naqtihim min al khataya wa naqtafu bil abid min al das wa abdilhum daran khayran min darihim wa abdilhum ahlan khayran min ahlihim wa adkhilhum al jannah wa aizhum min adab al qabri wa adab al nar. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to cure all of those who are ill, whether they are suffering from COVID-19 or cancer or any other illness, those who are ill physically, those who are ill mentally and spiritually, those who are hurt emotionally, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala cure them all and remove their grief. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala remove the stress and anxiety from all of those who are suffering uh, and mentally. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala remove the depression from those who are depressed May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala replace all of that with happiness. Ameen ya rabbal alameen. We ask Allah azza wa jal to cure all of our brothers and sisters, especially our elder sister who is living in pain, our brothers and, our brother and sister living with long-term pain and injuries, and everyone else who is in the hospitals or who is suffering at this time. Allahumma shfihim shifa'an ajalan kamilan bin kullida. Ameen ya rabbal alameen. This Wednesday, inshallah, September 1st, we will be having our first children's circle, uh, in-person gathering. After nearly two years, Alhamdulillah. So inshallah we'll be having the gathering on Wednesday, September 1st. We'll be having it outside inshallah. Uh, the topic will be back to schools for ages 7 to 12 inshallah. Uh, registration uh, is required. Uh, so please go to kananamuslims.ca slash children's circle to register for that. And as you know, uh, the election, federal election is coming up on September 20th. So as, uh, uh, as we always do, we will have candidates uh, visiting us. Uh, we give an equal opportunity to all candidates from all parties. Uh, so please, if you have a moment, do take time uh, to welcome them uh, to our masjid uh, and to speak to them, uh, speak to them uh, if you can do so. Inshallah.
الله أكبر الله 